Hello guys, welcome back to Sarenting episode 8, I believe. Um, this is your host, Sarah. Wow, did I just copy another podcast? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Um, <laughs> so I did another checkup on my podcast playlist on Anchor. And I can't believe that I already received another listener. So now the total is seven, and the plate, uh, the total place is at forty six, I believe. And I'm contemplating whether I should buy a microphone, like a decent condenser microphone. I've been looking it up online, but it's pricey as fuck. Like the good, the good quality one. If you want, like a decent microphone, that worth your money. Um, the cheapest one that I could I could find is probably two hundred ringgit. So, yeah, but I think I will save that money first. Although two hundred ringgit is actually not that much, but it is for me since I I'm still a student. So, uh, I think if I got a total play of one hundred, then I might buy it because if I reach that point where the total place is one hundred. Probably I have like some sort of commitment instead of you know I don't want to be a compulsive buyer but uh, because I did that like a few months ago I bought a skateboard worth of two hundred fifty ringgit which is not so expensive for a skateboard but you know it's 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 expensive two hundred fifty ringgit and now it just sit there in my college and I never I play it twice I think. Uh, never learn it professionally, never learn it seriously. But I mean, think about it. Uh, it's not really my fault that that skateboard that stuck there, you know, because of this lo- lockdown. Because if there's no lockdown, I'd probably be in college right now, and you know, this podcast don't is don't even exist if I am in college. There's there will be so much destruction in college. I don't know where will I record my podcast, but yeah. So for today, I think I think I don't know yet, but I think I will share with the guests a little bit. I love telling stories. I uh in my podcast because it's kind of like relieving that memory. Um, I want to share with you guys a little bit about my childhood, uh, especially with my brother. Um, since I have one story about my sister, but you know, since my childhood, I basically growing up with my brother, but because my sisters already grown up, people and they already in high school, you know, we don't live in uh, the same generation, so the the vibe isn't the same. And I've already listed quite a few of the story. Actually, uh, I I can't believe how much, how many stories there are. I mean, although there's only five story that I that I listed out, but still, that's quite a lot to be in one podcast. And I think this podcast is gonna be longer than I usually do. I usually do like thirty five minutes, thirty thirty minutes worth of worth of episode and I don't know I don't want to say that it will be longer because if it did not then 
I don't know where will I hide my face. <laughs> but yeah, I'll try my best to not really drag it out. Yeah, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. I mean, uh, but ever since I list out this uh, stories, I kind of like list out another stories for another episodes, which kind of makes me think that I do take this podcast seriously now. I mean, I did not really think that it will last for three days before, because I always I always do that, and I think by this time everyone know that I did not, you know, commit very seriously into anything that I do. Not even study, if I'm being honest. Okay, where did this do, where did this go? Okay, first of all, uh, when I was seven years old, the f- freshman year in uh primary school. Uh, my, 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 my money, my lunch money, my lunch money, my, that money that your mom gave you, I don't know what, uh, what is it called? Fuck, another vocabulary loss. Um, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I got like three or four ringgit money per day. Like, I don't, I don't know how did I live with three ringgit a day, but I did. And my... My my expensive uh, my expensive my expenses, uh, at that age isn't very, you know, prideful. I don't I don't I don't really take pride of how I spent back then. Now too actually, but yeah, three ringgit. I don't I I I still I still can't believe that I live with three ringgit a day because. I mean, imagine what I eat a day compared to what three ringgit can buy. Probably some nasi lemak worth of fifty cents back then. I don't remember. Probably one ringgit. Um, yeah, probably some some uh sunny side up egg. That's and then and then probably some uh syrup. Probably I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, I wasn't really that great with my my expenses, and I have to uh keep that money until evening because I have like, evening classes, just kafa class, and of course my mom is not that uh abusive guys. She of course do gives me extra money if if I ask or or she feel like it, and also she prepared me some. Uh, lunchbox. I mean, it's totally my fault if I can't live with three ringgit a day. So yeah, uh, but there is this one day that I remember until now, which is uh, after my break, my recess in the morning. Uh, I looked at my purse. Uh, I have like no money at all. Probably some fifty, eighty cents in my in my purse and that's it and I was freaking out so I go to my brother's class at the back of the school he was 12 years old I was 7 years old he was you know he was 10 years old yes he was 10 years old at the moment um so I go to his school uh, to his class at that time he was still in his class, of course. He we have like different uh, recess uh, recess time. Uh, he is sort of like 
he got like those senior recess and I got those junior recess kind of thing. And yeah, uh, so we don't have the same recess time. And I have, I don't know how I am so courage, but I knocked on his, uh, at his classroom while the teacher is still teaching in there. Imagine that being freshman in primary school, how young was that? And have the courage to knock on your senior uh, class while they are they having a class. I mean, I was such a brief kid. But moving on, I did knock on the class. So my, my brother go out and he's like kind of like moody a little bit. And he asks, what's up? What do you want while you come up to my class? I mean, of course, I, I will not come to his class uh, unless it is emergency and did not have money is an emergency for a seven-year-old kid, apparently. And yeah, so I asked him money. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I can't move on because I keep on remember how <laughs> it ended up. <laughs> I asked him money and... <laughs> It ended up with, he opened his purse, he showed me that he also don't have money. And he's, I started to cry because I don't have money and I need to eat uh, in the evening. And <laughs> he probably have like another two ringgit left in his purse. I don't know why we act like such, we, we, we were such a sad act back then. I mean, we don't, we're not, we're not that, you know, poor or something. We have kind of comfortable life. But still, we were such a sad act back then. But, yeah, um, <laughs> when I started to cry in front of the class, I don't know why my brother started to cry too. <laughs> Opening his purse and saying that, oh, me too don't have money. <sighs> And yeah, we both cried like an idiot in front of my brother's class and everyone was looking at us. And then like two minutes later, uh, I was like, okay, that's fine. You know, and then I go back to my class. <laughs> and it was so funny, the fact that my brother also uh, joined me in that crying thing. <laughs> I mean, if you were with us at that time it was it was such an embarrassing moment it was it was chaotic it was embarrassing very very embarrassing i don't want to be there for a second um <laughs> but yeah but yeah wow we did cry in front of a lot of people did we all right that's the first story uh the second story I, uh, this one actually I'm not around uh, when this happened but I believe it happens because it leaves evidence uh, my brother and I and also my mother we went to uh, Rimbao which is where my form uh, my mother's former high school at yeah my mother is a teacher until now she is still still a teacher and yeah, so in that house only have uh, four of my sisters. My my father, I think, that he went uh, for he went. Uh, he's at he's at his office, 
at that time I'm not sure but I believe that at that time when this thing occurred it was only my sisters in the house so there's this one sister she is the craziest of all I don't know how her mind processed but I think he eats crack every meal time <laughs> to be able to reach at that point of unstableness so I think my my sister did provoke uh, I mean, okay I, I will I will name I will name my sister a B C and D so this uh, so the one that act up is D and I think the one that provoke is B uh, so B provoked D probably in some issues and A and C probably did support I don't know the, the details sorry but uh, it ended up with D going to the to the to our uh, kitchen grab a kitchen knife and then <laughs> she started going all crazy and started waving those uh, that that uh, kitchen knife and you know waving that kitchen knife towards A, B, and C and you know and uh, they started to defend themselves with cushion and I don't know what the hell is going on in this mind she started to kind of like stab a little to the cushion <laughs> she is crazy I mean it's life on hand right here life is on gamble here and she's not that young either to be that stupid, you know, to wave around your knife towards people. And, <laughs> but yeah, uh, the cushion did ended up uh, being torn apart. Uh, we got home, all, we were all shocked. And there's also some book being... Uh, being a victim, also being stabbed and torn, there's it was a chaos when me, my brother, and my mom got home. I don't know if she got scolded in the end, but it was crazy. And the the weirdest part, the the most unbelievable part, is that my sister D, uh, after she waving that kitchen like crazy person. She went back to his to her room and she laughed about it. She laughed like those villain laugh, those joker laugh. I don't know how that I mean I think my mom did raise a psycho sister, but <laughs> I mean why do you laugh after you wave around your kitchen knife towards people? Oh my god. I I mean I mean if I was five years old. I can know that that is such a wrong thing to do. You know, I'm not. The, I mean, I'm a psycho, but she's the psychoest in the family. She is. I mean, no doubt. That that is like. I think that's the one thing that the whole family can agree upon. You know, and then okay. Speaking of this D sister going crazy. There's this one time where I faced her alone. Uh, I don't know what did I do. I probably, you know, did like 
those young sister annoying thing i i mean i don't know why did i do that bad that i received such treatment but she choked me guys she choked me until i can't feel the land anymore i i am hanging on in the air she i mean what kind of maniac is that choking your sister she's either psycho or abusive or yeah but she choked me until i can't stand on my own and this the worst part is that she also said that after the instant she also laughed I mean, I was speechless that I know about it this year. That she laughed after, after doing such horrible act at me and also my sisters. But, yeah, thank God my brother did not uh, receive anything. I don't know if he did, he did, but did not tell the story. But I don't think uh, he ever been treated that way. But yeah, it was it was it was traumatic. I I tell you, it was traumatic. I I that's the first and last time that I ever uh got choked that bad. You know, it's not in a sexy way at all. I mean, choked is sexy if you put it in certain situation. But this during that that during that time, choke is not sexy at all. Like it was, I probably be dead if she hold me another uh thirty uh, five seconds probably. <laughs> All right. Uh, going on to the next uh story. It is this one is embarrassing for me because I did this one, and uh my family did not know the backstory of why it happened. But um, <clears throat> okay, my parents held uh, this uh, probably some kanduri thing, and I was six years old, five years old. I was very very young, uh, probably nine years old. I don't remember, but I was very young. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of people there, and I decided to go outside by myself and go inside the car uh, it was a manual car and I was uh, daydreaming you know I watched too many movies when I was uh, young <laughs> I think that's the bad side of watching a lot of movies you started to act like your favorite character and yeah I started daydreaming you know um, you know those scene where people that drive is like the hottest person or like the 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 main character, the one that can drive in in a movie, and that what I did. Uh, I I go into my father's manual car, a Myvi, and I started daydreaming that I do like a little drift. You know, probably I picked up some hot people on my way. I don't know how did I daydream that bad when I was such a toddler, <laughs> but I did. Um, you know, uh, and then I started to do this dumb thing 
I didn't I did not even have the key. I did not start the engine at all. But because it was a manual car, I I I unleashed is it called unleashed? I unbrake the handbrake and my 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 house is on the hill. We are at the beginning of the hill, so it really a little bit slanted than other and then the rest of the road there. So the my so my father's car after I you know take unleash the brake. I don't know what is it called, uh, but it started to slide down the hill. It was catastrophe, and everyone was like. And then, uh, no, 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 uh, I started to panic and I just left the car at the end of the hill. And I just, oh my god, what did I just do? And a few people started to see it and then everyone gathered around. And I just run, I sprint right inside the house and I locked myself out in the room and I don't want to see people at all, at all. And it was it was catastrophe because of that event. I it's just I can't forget it. I think that is like one of the first memory I have. I've I've I still remember uh, when I was still a kid. But yeah, yo, why did I daydream? Oh my god, that was so stupid. That is so stupid, sir. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, the next story. I don't know how I think all of the story is very short, but I make it long as if it needed to be that long. It it I can I can finish all of the stories in five minutes, but there's no fun in there, didn't it? Um yeah, the next story will be <laughs> me and my brother again. Uh we were you know, when I was a kid, I always thought people who smoke is such a cool people, you know. And movies, again, because of movies, I watch people start to smoke. I mean, it's it's a cool thing. And I grew up with uh, relatives that did smoke. My, my family did not smoke. Uh, I mean, not initially, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to expose anyone here, but... I, I, I sort of did, didn't I, by making this podcast, but whatever. Um, but yeah, we, do, we did not smoke. My parents did not smoke. My, my siblings did not smoke. But our relatives do smoke, whether it's vape or cigarettes or, or cigars or uh, whatever smoke that there is. Um, but yeah, we did not smoke. But we have sort of like construction uh, sort of renovation uh, during at that at that time when my brother and I my brother and I did this stupid thing and you know how uh, those construction worker they I mean most of them are smokers like heavy heavy smoker so I think they left uh, a box of cigarettes um, I want to believe my my memory, bec- uh, but my siblings ended up telling me that I did not do what I think I did. 
okay, I, I will tell my part first. Uh, the thing is, they left a box of cigarettes, and in that box, there's only probably uh, one, one cigarettes left, and me and my brother, we both shared the same cell brain, and <laughs> we looked at each other, and it was like, we, we, we don't have, we don't have to talk to one another, but we just looked, and it was, it was like, yeah, let's do it. You know, yeah, let's do it. So we light up the cigarette. I would, and I try like probably two puffs, and I can't take it. So, but I I give it to my brother, and he tried like two three puffs, and sh he also can't can't take it, and we throw it away. I mean, thinking about it, it's not that bad, right? But, but my siblings told me that we did not take the cigarettes in the box there's no cigarette in the box we took the cigarettes on the floor oh my god we see it still light it light it up um holy shit that is so gross we took the one that already been smoked by some other person i mean pre-covid or not that stuff is disgusting Sharing cigarettes probably a normal thing, but taking cigarettes from the floor that took a lot of I mean I don't know how many pride did I throw away just to taste how cigarette tastes like. But yeah, that is so gross. Holy shit. I think I'm going to puke. Oh my god. I mean, you, all of you probably already seen a lot of cigarettes being thrown at on the floor, you know, those, those, the one that's still lightened up on the floor. I mean, we all know how it looks like. It, it's not the most, oh my god, oh my god. I don't know how or why I'm that desperate to be cool at such a young age oh my god all right um moving on to uh, our next story wait I, I need i need a little bit of water all right <laughs> okay the next story is um my brother again i told you uh we both growing up at the same time so pretty much his story I mean, I think he has a lot of a lot better childhood than I do, so that's why this story is is, is about my siblings. It's not really about mine. I I I have quite a traumatic childhood. I don't want to talk about it, but yeah. Uh, my brother, uh, we it, it was just I think that day, pretty raining. Uh raining that oh, what the hell am I talking about uh, it, it's just stopped raining that evening <clears throat> oh my god um, and we both went to a playground you know because we want to uh, so we took one bike my brother the one that uh, ride it and I stand at the back uh, our bike you know those like little 
steel thing where you put at the back of your bike it's it's kind of like a you screw it in and then you have to stand on it it become like a little stand at the I I can't describe how it looks like if you know you know if you don't just look it up why I have to describe everything for you <laughs> but yeah uh, my brother the one that ride it and I just stand at the back of the bicycle so we went to the playground it's not that far it was it was probably like 500 meters from our from our house it's not that far uh, so we decided to play monkey bar that evening and mind you uh, it's it's just stopped raining so everything is slippery and I started I started this game uh, I said to my my brother that if uh, we see how far we can go you know from the platform to the to the furthest monkey bar there is you know the one that can grab the furthest they win I mean we did not compete with each other for anything at that time but we did I mean of course we did because we are siblings we compete almost everything um but yeah I did the first one it did not go that far I think and my brother uh, went the second uh, went after me uh, and then we go back and forth back and forth you know uh, and then there's this one point where he tried to grab the furthest bar there is and slip and he fell and I think it, he's he, he did not even broke his leg but he was in such a excruciating pain you know um <laughs> I'm sorry I'm sorry to my brother if she if he listened to this podcast but I have to tell the world this story um but he was such in pain and I was and I did not know what to do I really have no idea I have no idea what to do so I suggested that we go home so we did you know I I did not ride the bike of course if I I mean my brother can't even stand uh we went home and I did that you denied that my uh, my our house is on the hill so we were just like 50 meters uh to arrive uh 50 meters from our house and my my brother said to me <laughs> uh, he said that Sarah, I can't I can't do this anymore he was, he started to cry at at <laughs> at the road <laughs> he started to cry I don't know why I was such a cry baby back then but yeah he started to cry at the road side at the side road roadside side road yeah and I was like, you know, it's just 50 meters away. Why, why, why we stop here? Let's just let's just continue. And he start, he's, he kept on saying like he can't do this, he can't do this. And he's like on the brink of the death, as if the way he said it, he was like at the brink of the death. And I just like, all right, fine, fine. Oh my God, you're such a baby. And I and I go to my my father and I say that. Uh, you know, Muas, 
is is at the at the end of the hill. He's waiting. He's there's there's this accident. Blah 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 blah. And then my brother, my my father, just straight up, uh, you know, drive his car, and <laughs> picked up my brother. You know, it was so. It it is it's pretty. I mean, it's pretty pitiful, but but it's very embarrassing. <laughs> for I mean, I'm embarrassed for him, but yeah, <laughs> the the fact that my my father had to pick up uh my 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 brother at the the side of the road. That is that is that is such. Oh my god, I don't know how my brother lived with that. And then ended up knowing that he did not even broke his foot or nor he cracked it. I mean, there's no damage. It's just a little, uh, uh, what is it called? Uh, Spain? Uh, no, not Spain is a country. What the hell? Uh, yeah, it, 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 it's, it's just like a little... A little, a little, a little cilio, cilio, yes. Sprained, yeah, sprained. And, oh my god, he, he is like the babiest baby ever in the family. I'm the youngest one, but he's the one that act up as if he's the youngest person in, in like, the whole family. And my mother did treat him like a baby too, so... Yeah, I mean, kind of like, not really his fault. He act that way, I think. Alright, uh, I, th I think that's it. But, I suddenly reminded of uh, one of my experience in, in primary school. Uh, which is, I, th uh, I, 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 holy shit, should I, tell this story I uh, <laughs> I got like D in in my Malay in Bahasa Melayu paper when I was uh, 10 years old I think I was in the first class but I got D for my Bahasa Melayu paper and also there's this guy who also got D uh, I think I still remember by Mark it was 48 and my and that guy is like 45 I believe um holy shit see um but yeah the teacher is like the devil in in the school everyone everyone was everyone was scared of her he, she is like the Voldemort, Miss Voldemort in my high school, but primary school version of Voldemort. But I think this Voldemort is is kinder. <laughs> but yeah, uh, the thing is, this teacher is not satisfied with my marks at all. So he, she started to grab my cheeks and started to slap me. Not once, guys, like multiple times, once. Two, three, four, and I was, and I just looked down, and I was so upset with myself. And yeah, I think I, 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 I want to cry, but I, I hold it back. And my, my classmate is like stupidest 
people ever and started to like, are you okay? What's the marks? What's the marks? Why she acted we, you know, being all curious at that time, at that fragile moment after what I just received. A few slaps from Miss Voldemort is such a traumatic thing. And then this guy, he got like three marks less than me. But he did not receive any fucking thing from the teacher. Not even not even a look, not even a not even a I don't know. I mean not even a slap. That is like so so unfair. I still remember it. I still took I still you know, I still feel I still feel bad about it. Not because what I did, but I feel I feel like it it is so not fair treatment. I don't know if that makes sense. I don't know if any of the story in this podcast makes sense, but I think but I hope. Um one of those probably six stories, seven stories in here one of them makes sense and I hope you enjoy it uh, I did make uh, a lot of other I listed out uh, what I want to do for the next uh, podcast next episodes and I think I started to take this podcast seriously now because I have quite a lot quite a lot of uh, you know uh, Oh my god, why did I lose a lot of vocabulary today? Uh, I have a lot of ideas what to do next. And yeah, I hope that I reach that 100 total place so that I can buy a new microphone. I mean, it's not really a big deal. <laughs> but I make it sound like a big deal. I don't really care about the, those numbers. But I just want to see if I can make this as something i mean if i can get those 100 plays that means i am totally committed to make this podcast so i hope that i so that i really hope that i actually uh get to that point where i have to buy a new microphone so that i don't sound sucks in my podcast uh, because now I think my microphone sounds like shit. But yeah, uh, I am so hungry actually, guys. I I did not eat a thing since I wake up, and now it's ten in the morning. I I finished my class uh, nine twenty, I think. But and yeah, after I finished my class, I just straight on record this thing. And I hope you guys have a great day, have a great life. Don't give up, guys. I know it's it is such a hard time right now in this lockdown and you know, uh, if if you ever need help, try to reach anyone that you trust or anyone that anyone just 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 reach anyone that you can that you can whether it's mental wise or money wise, anything that you need help just ask for it you know you don't have to be shy it is it is not time to be shy it is if if you need uh anything just just reach out there's a lot of people out there that want to help and 
I, I can assure you, you don't have to fight this thing alone. Uh, there's a lot of people out there that are willing to help you. And yeah, stay strong, stay healthy, stay safe. Um, please get vaccinated. Suddenly I go all in about this COVID thing. Uh, I don't want to go all political, but yeah, I don't want to talk about politics in my podcast, but yeah, my God, uh, I got to say this, but Malaysia government is the most incompetence, incompetence thing ever existed. And <laughs> yeah, I hope all of you have a great mornings, except for those who are in uh, the government uh, management, those ministers, those whack-ass old sack people. Uh, I hope they don't have a great morning or great life ever. And yeah, I think that's it. Bye-bye.